Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I just search the world over for something to frighten the people. I wonder why, and I use the word fiction. There is no fiction. How can there be fiction when imagining creates reality? There is no fiction in the world. I can stand now and simply dream the most noble dream or the most horrible dream in the world. And let it possess me so that I walk in it and no power on earth can stop it from externalizing itself in my world. If it takes an army to aid me in projecting it, I will use the army. They will find excuses and other reasons for the conflict. But I will remain faithful to my dream and then externalize it. I recall during the trial, there was a book written a few years ago which Manson made his Bible. And the hero of the book, he gave to as a name to one of his illegitimate sons. He so loved the book, he already had his name. And so he gave the name of the hero of this crazy pot boiler fiction to an illegitimate son. He was possessed by what the world calls fiction, and there is no fiction. How can there be fiction if imagining creates reality? So I stand here, and I think of a friend who asked something of me, or I think of myself, what I would like in place of what I have that I lose myself in it and sustain that assumption. And that persistent assumption, though at the moment was thought, denied by my senses, denied by my reason, if I persist in that assumption, it will harden into fact. Therefore, where is fiction? The whole vast world, near say they, began as fiction. But I am telling you, there is a story buried within it all, that is the eternal story. And in spite of all the mistakes that you and I made, and all the horrors of the world, we are moving towards that eternal story, the fulfillment of it. And no one is going to stop you from reaching it. If you make a thousand mistakes, and you will, you will unravel the thread and start it all over again. But you're still moving towards that story. It is the walk and the woof. And the walk, here we have these parallel lines, lengthwise. But the woof, and we wave the story. And if perchance, 
we are not reading it as it must be done. You must follow the pattern. So then you'll just simply disengage these little things and weave it all over again because you must bring it out just as it was told you in the beginning. Now we are told in the 78th Psalm, I will open my mouth in a parable and utter dark things from a road. And then he paints a word picture of the entire history of Israel. And then he comes to the end. This is the 78th Psalm. And God awoke as a man from dream. He awoke after painting the entire story and then he chose David and named him the shepherd of Israel. But when he awoke, he put to rout all of his adversaries. When this little man, Al, whoever he is, is the niece's husband. If he really believed, for he wore my face, the body was his, and he wore the face. For God is a protean being, and can appear in any shape. But he's entertaining my thoughts. And that body, whatever he thinks it to be now, if he entertains the thoughts that I am teaching, I will teach the transgressors thy ways. If he takes these ways and he applies them, he will see that it is not the outer world that is injuring him. And the so-called coat of hair that he wears, lying with atheism, will once more be taken off and he will wear the real coat. You tonight, you take the most glorious concept in the world about yourself. Start with yourself first. Take the most wonderful concept. Don't ask anyone if it's possible. I'm telling you it's possible. What I think of the fantastic things in the world that are taking place, and then when I think of what I've experienced, it puts to shame any accomplishment in the world. Not in the world of Caesar, no. I have had it. I have memories of having had such fabulous things in this world. And when I had it to saturation, I didn't grow. I had it to saturation, for my memory has returned. I walked out and left it behind. I know what it is to have it to that abundance, to that complete saturation point. But then I didn't grow. I didn't awaken. I came back this time in an environment of extreme poverty, extreme limitation, socially, financially, in every sense of the word in a small little thing you couldn't find, it would flew very rapidly. It would pass so quickly over it, you wouldn't know it, because it's only 21 by 14, the little area in which I was born, stuck out in the Caribbean. 21 by 14, that's the area of the little island. Deliberately, the deep of my own being chose that. 
for the restriction and the limitation that I would place upon myself. And then comes the unfolding of the story of Jesus Christ within me. So I could tell it to you, tell it to anyone who would listen. And how do you know where it goes? So she goes to Santa Barbara and she tells it to one who claims and delights in feeling that he is an atheist. And so tomorrow, because he wore the head when he came to the door, he's entertaining the thought that she expressed as thoughts coming from Neville. Then she got the name. And she cleaned us down as something entirely different. That she would dare tell it. Regardless of consequences, she would tell it. So I say to every one of you, even though, like a lady said to me the other night, I saw boy when you said it. I got more and more boring, and when it came to the very end, I was turbulent because you dare to tell me. I wasn't speaking to anyone individually, I was speaking collectively. But I said, you're suffering, and I use the you seemingly in the plural, chiefly in the singular. You are suffering from amnesia because you do not know that you are Jesus Christ. And you respond to a certain name, and I use an analogy, that if you were John Brown with a billion in the bank, and you suffer from total amnesia and leave yourself to be, well, John Smith, and you were dying of starvation for the want of a dollar, but you had a certain ethical code, a nice decent moral code, and they recognized you, but you couldn't recognize them. And they asked you to sign your name here as John Brown. That's who you really are. You think you're John Smith and you are not. He has nothing. John Brown has a billion. If you sign your name here, we can easily catch it and you would have a fortune. But he has his own restrictions, his own limitations, and he couldn't sign that thing because memory is gone. He doesn't know that he's John Brown. But may I tell you, you believe that you are John Brown, Mary Smith, Nan, this, that, and the other. And I am telling you, you are Jesus Christ. But I can tell you from now to the end of time that you are Jesus Christ, and I can persuade you that you really are, until certain signs appear within you. You can say to yourself, I am Jesus Christ, and I'm hoping that you will, and you have lovely experiences, but not until the signs appear. And the signs will appear in good time. And then you will know without any uncertainty that you are the Lord Jesus Christ. You came down to this world deliberately. No one took your life. You laid it down yourself. You did it to overcome a world of death where everything dies there. And you took upon yourself the limitations and the contraction of a thing called man. <clears throat> and you died and continue to die. And one day you will awake in the very grave where you entered before you began to dream the dream of this life. And you will awake in the grave, and the grave is your scar. And from that moment on, the whole thing begins to unfold. Another question asks, where is he? This is the 63rd chapter of Isaiah. 
where is he who put in the midst of them his Holy Spirit? Now God is Spirit. And those who worship him worship in spirit and in truth. But where is he? Where could he be if he put his spirit in us? Where else could he be but in us? So in us, he awakes. And when he awakes, he's not another. He is our very being. So I don't awake to see the Lord Jesus Christ. I awake without any change of identity. Any change, I simply am. And then the sign revealing Jesus Christ as my own being begins to appear within my world. And every sign that is recorded in scripture concerning him, I experience. But I experience it in the first person, singular, in a present tense experience. <clears throat> and then I know who I am. Who is he? He said, I am the Father. But I am a father in this world. I have two children. But he didn't say that. He said, I am the father of David. Well, who in this world could have told you? I was born in the year 1905. Chronologically speaking, David was born a thousand years B.C. That's what all scholars, if you take it in a chronological order, that's when he is supposed to be born. Jesus Christ is supposed to be born, say, four or five years B.C. by the measurement. In spirit, David calls him my Lord, my Father. David calls me my Lord, my Father. Am I not he? When David calls you, and he will, my father am I not he and when he calls every being in this world in time my father are we not the father are we not one being and is it not true there is but one body one spirit one lord one god and father of all who is not only above all but through all and in all. And so you and I are one. But how can I persuade anyone in this world that we are one? But if you are the father of my son, then you have to be the very being that I am. And I am the father of that son who called Jesus Christ God. And that son is David. So after the entire story of Israel is recorded, and he tells you it's a parable, I will open my mouth in a parable. So what is a parable? It's a story told as... Experience the best in relaxation and entertainment with Saul Good Streaming at SaulGood.org. Our extensive library features hundreds of audiobooks, thousands of short stories, original podcasts, and popular sounds for sleep, meditation, and relaxation all ad-free. Whether you want to escape into a good book or fall asleep to your favorite ambient sound, we have something for everyone. Go to solgood.org to start streaming and discover your new go-to for entertainment and relaxation.
That's S-O-L-G-O-O-D dot O-R-G. Experience the best in relaxation and entertainment with Saul Good streaming at SaulGood.org. Our extensive library features hundreds of audiobooks, thousands of short stories, original podcasts, and popular sounds for sleep, meditation, and relaxation all ad-free. Whether you want to escape into a good book or fall asleep to your favorite ambient sound, we have something for everyone. Go to SaulGood.org to start streaming and discover your new go-to for entertainment and relaxation. That's S-O-L-G-O-O-D dot O-R-G.